another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and as always, even on these cold April nights, I am here with my best buds, the Chief and the Goon. Chief, how are you? I've got one week left, and then it's over. And by over, you mean your time here in Maryland, as opposed to, you know, shuffling off this mortal coil, of course. I, that's up for debate. <laughs> Hi, Goon. How are you this evening? You know, I agree with you. It is cold out. I went out to uh, to church this uh, morning without a jacket, and that proved to be a mistake. Ooh. Yes, I uh, I did the church thing yesterday. A little nicer weather. Uh, today has just been blustery and uh, threatening. And now I get a frost warning from the weather service. I'm like, it's April. Stop that. Yeah, it's not cool. I'm, I'm, I long for the days where that will never be a possibility again. Well, at least and, you can count those days on two hands. So, do you actually have a moving day yet? No, I just have a I'm not working where I used to work day. They tell me that the nicest landscape in the world is the place where you used to work in your rearview mirror for the last time. <laughs> Well, I don't know. There's going to be people who are going to be attempting to convince me not to do what I'm going to do. I have I have already explained to said people, there is no talking me out of it. And yet I have a meeting about it anyway. Yeah, um, the die is cast. You've already done the, you know, you and Captain Kirk and Scotty have already had the destruct codes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. Okay, so the thing you're going to do is stop working there or do you have some epic plan for exit no i there's no epic plan <laughs> like you're flying drones in and painting the entire building pink i would never <gasps> do such a thing oh, wait oh my god that was right off the top of my head that would have been awesome okay well still that's not happening i'm not okay defacing or facing anything okay i all I'm going to do is to all those. Yeah, that people, one bash script that doesn't rm dash rf slash. Nothing <laughs> of the sort. I'll be thanking all of those who made my time there interesting, from engineer four quarts to speed racer. So to, good to see them again. It it was indeed, but your your luncheon was um, delightful. Yep, uh, seeing Cece and Yaya and. Even uh, the person at the end, I, I did notice, and I, I Which thought... Which one was Yaya? The one right next to Shishi. Okay, on the other side. Okay, that's yeah. her. Okay. I, I'd never met her before. I think maybe I've seen her in the past, but I don't remember her. You 100% saw her in the past. Yeah. And so I thought Jim. she looked familiar, but I don't remember her. That's my problem. Yeah. I apologize. If yes, I, I remember her too. I just don't know quite from which project. It would have been the one that you're still on because that is she was a tester there. Yes, yes. So yes. was you she sitting right, over sir. with Shishi in that whole separate office? No, remember the uh, the the room where where uh, the Clandicano used to sit. Uh, yeah. Where the where that had the ramp. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she was there. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. 
yeah, it was lovely seeing um, seeing everybody and catching up and uh, you know. And we and got Junior a lovely. Four Courts is still married. God bless him. <laughs> yep. What did uh, bliss and all that? So, uh, and we put a lovely card out for the chief. Did we not? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, the card card was great. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you're gonna say. Well, you know, there were things written. There were things discovered. Just you know. I. I am so proud of myself. I know uh, you I, are. I I wrote, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I wrote on the card right. I was sitting right right next to my pal Crutch, and I wrote mm-hmm, on the pal, card, sure. "Chief, you are my favorite co-host, mm-hmm. the goon," mm-hmm. and handed it over to him. And it, he actually started a t- his eye started a twitch. Was, well, you know, was... I've always believed in a spirit of equality. There's three of us. We're kind of a triumphant, you know, the yin and yang of good podcasting. And uh, you decided to throw a big monkey wrench and uh, play favorites. I'm just saying. And you're still you're still injured by it. Not at all. I... No, okay, not a problem. Good. I, I love you, too, Crutch. So here, here's the thing. Spare me. <laughs> I would have th- I would have said something. Except when Crutch made all of us minorities sit on one end of the table, I, I figured. <laughs> it, I'm point, sorry that I didn't. I didn't know how to fix that, <laughs> Chief. I would like to know how the heck I did that. Although I did notice it, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I walked. I, I went to go sit next to you, and you said, "No, no, you get to be over there in the back." And... No, you can be at the head of the table. Don't oh, give me that. Okay, and then so... you kept adding tables, so the table got longer and you got farther away. So, yeah, you called... I love how you have your own little version of the universe. That's, uh, that's really this sweet. Is, this is where the victim pyramid comes into play. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean, can you say that it was not a segregated table? And that you did not direct the seating arrangements? I ask you, sir, is that not a fact? No, that is not a fact. Did you I not? Have, did you not direct I, funds to the Wuhan lab? <laughs> I got your Wuhan right here. <laughs> I had no control over who sat where. I sat my butt down. Now, because of the size of my butt, gravity may have had some influence on where people sat. That's not my fault. So here's the thing. I wanted to. I was going to sit in the middle next to you, and you said no. You have to sit there, and then. Other people kept agreeing with you, forcing me to keep moving down. And well, as because, but yeah, but when you the first the sat bus. there, you were you were literally two seats away from me. You know, we could have added tables to the other end where the where the whiteies were. Well, see, just about everyone over there was divorced, so <laughs> you know, no one was trying to jinx anybody. <laughs> Speed racer, Speed racers divorced yep but four courts isn't four courts is not no who, who, um who's the rush fan do we have a name for him uh mountain man is also not but no he, he's not but he came yeah. so late that it doesn't really count that's true and people who came late are the reason the table kept getting extended i i would i would make a comment but i'm not in a position to make that comment yes captain d's nuts when he showed up so he he worked with four courts before and Four, oh, okay. Four Courts was convinced that he was mentally retarded, so <laughs> it was it was taking all the strength he had because uh, when when I talked to him that oh, night, he he was he was bringing up the fact that that we 
We were on the short bus. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to edit this all out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, it was uh, the, the food was good, and the company was excellent, and it was really nice to see. Um, it was nice to catch up, you know. Um, sounds like Speed Racer is on the cusp of turning that into a profit center. Yeah, he's uh, he's finally getting sponsors, and uh, I was watching his videos. Uh, it's amazing because I asked him, uh, playing Gran Turismo on mm. PS5, mm-hmm. uh, he said that the physics and stuff are so realistic that it actually shows him uh, techniques and stuff to use. So other than like, you know, inertia and the laws of physics, he's actually using it as a training tool? Yes. Very cool. And he, he also does go-karting. He does a lot of stuff just to see how tires will react. And he, he, was, he was explaining, because I, I asked him, why would you waste money doing this when you do the real thing? And he says, well, we've got to practice. And, you know, fuel costs, tire costs, and all that other kind of stuff. That's the most efficient way to do it. Makes sense. Very cool. He's a smart man. He is. He Indeed is. He um, is. I, I, th- I thought it was kind of funny that um, that that he and Shishi had no idea they both worked for the same company. That's how big the company is. I guess it's gotten right. Well, Shishi doesn't go to events. Yeah. And, and Speed Racer, to all the events I went to, he was not there. Four Quarts uh, deletes the emails immediately. So so. When, oh, he when... does he work for him too? Yes. At I thought he had moved meeting. on. He, no, he's he has stated that he is a uh, mercenary, and as long as his pay stays above what someone else can pay him, then he will be there. Got it. But yeah, that's a uh, that's right now. Uh, Mountain Man does not, and uh, the I don't have a name for the uh, Leprechaun at the end, but <laughs> so I'll just call him the Leprechaun, and uh, he works for a different company as well. Got it. And uh, Yaya is Lockheed. So you know she's getting hosed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so am I now that I'm a sub of them. So there's that. Yeah, but, Good uh, times. Good times ahead by all. <laughs> Kevin Henderson, who uh, the, the, the joke is no one can get that man's name right, even though it is incredibly easy. So when... Uh, when when the Asian invasion showed up and he said, "It's good to see you, King Kevin." That's why he reacted with, "I can't believe you're still doing that." <laughs> well, that was a good time, and we're going to have a smaller uh, little luncheon this week, are we not? Yeah. When does that happen? Because people made uh, statements and something about Baja, and I don't care as long as it's food. Well. But- um, I found out that uh, Tuesday is uh, out for me. Um, my son is off for his spring break starting Thursday. So Thursday or Friday is good for me. And Wednesday's actually okay for me too. Tuesday's bad. I actually have to go to his school. It's a mandatory parents meeting for all the graduating seniors because my son's graduating. Yay! Woohoo! Is it graduating uh, Wednesday, early? Thursday, Friday work for me too. Is he graduating early? No, he's not. Unfortunately, he's not nearly as smart as your son. 
But he's in AP classes, right? Right. <clears throat> I mean, technically, the school year runs well past his graduation date of May 29th. The school oh. year runs until June. So, And he doesn't really have any classes and tests past, I think, the 22nd. So, I mean, if you want to count that as quote unquote graduating early, then you, you know, there's that. No, I, so when, the reason <clears throat> your I, kid's out of school, right? No, the reason I brought this up is because uh, I am speaking with the counselor as AP classes are locked in, and uh, once once there's no more tests, which I'm hoping is second week of April, then I'm I'm saying, hey, can he just be released? And given his his papers and stuff. And we get out of here. Ah, in order to uh, fast track him to the um, Lone Star State. Yes. So he's not staying for any of the ceremonies or anything like that. There's no point. But that is correct. All that stuff for our family is frivolous. We, we, we're about. Yeah, I, there's, there's weird traditions at my son's school. They don't even wear a cap and gown. They wear a white tuxedo that he's already been fitted for. Yeah, what what's that about? I have no clue. It's tradition. He's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna run a, a bar in Casablanca, from what I gather. You approve this? All the gin joints in all the world. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he's not gonna play. He's not gonna play as time goes by, is he? No, because well, he does play piano. He, in, you know, I imagine he might give it a shot, but yeah, no. Does he still play piano? No, he doesn't actually. Right. So. Yeah. You know. And that's because. Uh he stopped playing piano because he found that if he went to uh, high school, his mother wouldn't make him play piano. She tried to make him play trumpet, and he did that for the two years he was required to have a music class, and then he stopped that too. Okay. Yeah, much like I, I thought was going to be the case. Yes. So now I am the wonderful owner of not one, not two, but three trumpets, uh, none of which I'm playing either. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, but you actually enjoy it. And I... I did. Well, I did until I had my teeth problems, which is a whole other topic we can get onto, but it's embarrassing, so it's not. <clears throat> Apparently, I, I've uh, suffered some bone loss, and uh, I now have a treatment plan uh, which will involve um, lots of money out of my pocket. So, yay. So, kids, um, avoid bone loss because I don't know how you you do it, but you know, try. I know. I know. We talked about implants and and my pretty positive experience with implants. There's yep. one thing I forgot to tell you. You need bone for that. Um, I they got me donor bone. You got dead man chewing. Yeah. <laughs> I sent a I sent a thank you note to the to the family too of the donor. Really? Yeah, they offered a chance to do that and I thought I, I I'd like to do that. Do you find yourself talking with other people's voices? Yeah, but I always did that. <laughs> much, much like you when uh, we were at the table. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. A little West Texas, a little Irish. I think that's all I was doing. On, uh, yeah, I know you election. did Stephen the Irishman. Yeah. Oh, hey, before I forget, mm. uh, did I, I already mentioned this. Did I not? Yankee Swamp Fox birthday today? Uh, yes. Happy, happy birthday, Yankee Swamp Fox. 
He's going to uh, be younger than me and younger and than me, you. And me, younger than you. Know, he's going to catch up to me for a whole, oh, Lord, how many days have I got left? 19, about 40 days left. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yep, looking forward to it, right? Uh, my my mother, our number one fan, certainly is. I have to get over to the post office. There's yet another pre-birthday birthday gift waiting for me. I love that tradition. Well, yes, it's a, they're, they're they're cute. They're jabs. They're a little mocking. No biggie. I am enjoying it. And of course, then it'll be the final gift, and then everybody will ignore me for ten years. I mean, you got to look at you got to look at what what I'm probably getting. Hmm. Oh, look, it's a big box of nothing. Oh, that's well, horrible. It already passed. What, but, mine? You know, oh, the big one was last year, and I wanted right. that to be quiet anyway because I didn't want to be mocked. Well, I mean... But it, but one of the people at the table said I didn't, that, that neither crutch or I looked our age. And she's a saint, she is. She's a silver-tongued devil, deviltress. <laughs> I'm sure she's, you know saying things just to spare us our feelings no no i don't think so i think we i don't think she would do that do you know that uh how close to your age she is how close to my no, age no i don't i would be surprised if she's close at all actually she is and that's as far as i will go wow there's a reason why we say black don't crack well yeah i mean we we you and i worked with somebody who who now hates us both um, who I was very surprised to find out how old she was. Wait, I know she hated me. Why did she hate you? Uh, by association. Oh, man. So, so would I be hated too, even though I don't know who this is, so I don't even know if she knows me? If she doesn't know you, she can't hate you. Uh, that hasn't stopped a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> is is this are the... Are you um... suggesting that there are people out there who don't know the goon and hate them? Hate them? Yes. Hmm. This would be if they listen to the podcast at all, they technically don't know me, and I'm sure, I'm sure I've said something that would have offended them. No. It'll probably happen again today. You offend many people. You don't even have to say something. <laughs> so, so sad. It's a gift. So sad. Yes. What so can sad. I say? Speaking of gifts, the uh, the goon child is putting her gift to meet people to good use. What gift is that? So, so you you have noticed, I'm I'm moving around the microphone right now because Showcat has decided, whichever way I move, she's going to block my access to the microphone. That's a shame. Um, and, she's not getting a part of the show. We've already discussed this. She gets no airtime. Heck, you crutch is what she says. <laughs> she can go to Ohio with somebody else. You know, you know, I wondered, uh, since, uh, since Sunshine is her dog, mm -hmm. I wondered how she was going to take this. I would oh, wait hope that she would. Wait, wait a second. Sunshine is, Sunshine is Goonchild's dog. You're suggesting yes. that Sunshine is Showcat's dog? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Showcat was already here when, when Sunshine arrived. Mm-hmm. And uh, Showcat's uh, previous dog had uh, gone over the bridge, as they say. Aww. And uh, so she picked Sunshine to be her new dog. And harassed her and played with her and then made friends with her. Mm. And they are quite a pair. Mm, that's not going to be good. 
You know, I don't know because she's she's definitely. I would tell you she's my cat, but we know the real truth is is I am her person. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's how it works. Well, doesn't Showcat have to get in line because you're the Hurricanes first? She doesn't really look at it that way. That's uh, that's her servant. Go get me, go get me food now, woman. <laughs> Man, and you're saying that in the voice of Showcat because you obviously would never say that yourself. No, because I enjoy living. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's still breathing, so obviously he should not say that. <laughs> yes, I, I enjoy would, not I making would... gurgling sounds when broken trachea. <laughs> it's just saying. She can yell louder than I can, too, but only just. Hmm. That's ridiculous. But it's, but it's still enough. So, you know, as, as Crutch was saying about his, uh, his impending dental doom, mm-hmm. I was, uh, I, I'm trying to cut it to the absolute last second to do uh, taxes, apparently. And, <laughs> and yeah, so am I. As I was doing it, so I, I have... Two W-2s, mine and, and my wife's. Mm-hmm. And we have zero deductions. We're paying the maximum amount we can. Yeah, but you'll get the alternative minimum deduction, which is significant. It's more than I It's more than I donate, so I, I end up doing that. No, what I don't understand is that, mm-hmm. so, so while we had, we had nothing that we were, we were claiming, mm-hmm. somehow... We we owe sixteen thousand dollars. Ooh! And I was like, I and I looked. So, I, are you on zero zero, and she's on zero zero? Yes. That and, should not happen. Right. And so this is this is why I wonder because uh, when I put hers in, it said that I was going to get, uh, you know, like uh, what five thousand dollars back. Mm. And as soon as I put mine in, then it says, now you were negative sixteen. So when I looked at the uh, like the the withdrawals and everything, withholdings. Yeah. So I am. I was only two and a half times what she made, and mm-hmm. and yet I was taxed three times uh, what what she got withheld. So I'm trying to figure out how yeah, on uh, earth. <clears throat> Well, the, when you have disparate salaries, you know, if, you're, if your salaries are within <clears throat> a two-to-one ratio, the numbers always work out a lot nicer. My wife and I are four-to-one. No, five-to-one, okay? The, she makes she, that much more than you? I wish. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I just, you would, we wouldn't be having conversations about work if that was the case. Because I wouldn't Hurricane, be. Hurricane <laughs> in, in, uh, uh, in the last couple of years has... Has approached uh, uh, double my salary. Sweet, that's awesome. Yeah, Just no, my wife be- makes a fifth of what I make, and even at zero zero, and even with myself at zero zero, and an additional two hundred and fifty dollars out of every paycheck, I still owed because of the disparity in, in the brackets. So depending on, you know, what bracket she was in and you're in, yeah, it kind of unfortunately gets, you get screwed. But the good news is it's the last year you'll get screwed. Yes, that is a, yet another thing that I, I long for. So as, as I was explaining it to my son, he was like, man, 
it's amazing uh, how we get anything at all. Mm. But you know, as you said, it, it it's life. amazing explaining that kind of math to your children, isn't it? <laughs> I had the pleasure of trying to explain to Goonchild how insurance works and the difference between premiums, deductibles, and maximum out of pocket. And she finally said, "I'm overwhelmed. Tell me tomorrow." <clears throat> I'm almost 60. I still don't understand it completely. Here, let me let me break it down for you. you sure. Pay, you pay money, they take it. Yep, right. there you that's, go. That's... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Kind of taxes are. How much did you make? Send it in. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, with deductible, I said that you're going to pay that amount. Doesn't matter what you do, you're going to pay it. She says, I don't like that. I go, nobody likes it. You're still going to pay it. <laughs> yes. And if you have some things like, uh, like my homeowner's insurance on my old house had a what was it? It had a $500 deductible and we had flooding. <clears throat> and of course, you know, you call the insurance company and you say, Hey, I've got some water damage. I need to, you know, put in a claim and hire a guy. And they said, Hey, we've got a guy who always works really good. And amazingly he charges $485. <laughs> oh, why? Oh, that's because your deductible is 500. Yeah. No, thanks. He does a lot of work at 485. Just saying. He gets a lot of work. He does a lot of work. Okay. It's all good. You think there's a kickback going on there, but we'll let it go. I wouldn't even venture to say that because I don't want them to cancel my insurance. Well, you know, if that's all it is for water mm. damage, since water damage can be very expensive, it's not that bad. I didn't say it was very good recovery. I didn't say you did a very good job either. Uh, these are <clears throat> two facts. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking speaking of water and damage, uh, Crutch sent us all pictures of critters building homes near his abode. Yes, Did we figure out what they are yet? Us. I think we've determined it is probably a beaver. Yeah, see. So if you had given me the the tracks, I could have I could have one hundred percent confirmed it. But uh, looking at the structure, I didn't. So the problem was I didn't see a river, and plus I had no idea what you were asking about. Because yeah, I I had to I had to draw a circle around the the pile of logs and twigs and branches and stuff. Well, you just uh, said, hey, what is this next to my grill? Your grill yeah. is nowhere near that thing. My I, grill is directly below it in the picture. Uh, there was no. It, so, if we look at the picture, you'll notice mm -hmm. there's shaded mm -hmm. area. Then mm -hmm. there's a tarp mm -hmm. covering. That's the grill. It's still right. under the tarp. Right. So, okay. so what did we see? We saw a blue tarp, we saw a shaded area, and we saw sticks all around. Yeah. I was, was the at sticks the, part? I was looking at the shaded area first, trying to figure out what on earth that was. Uh... You know, besides the shade. <laughs> so that's why I asked you to point it out, because I said, obviously I'm not smart enough to recognize <laughs> this. But... Yes, I'll include that picture for everybody just to, to let y'all know what we were talking about. But um, my, my concern is, um, and scale might be a little difficult, if I'm actually standing at the grill, um, I am probably less than 10 feet from that thing. Uh, I just don't want any mama beavers getting upset about me getting anywhere near some baby beavers that I didn't even know were there. And, you know, I don't Are know they nasty? Beavers. I don't know. I don't know what. I can only assume, you know, maternal instincts on all critters will, you know, kick in. Yeah, apparently for not for humans. I've never been attacked by a beaver. I mean, I don't know. So I can send the canine protective force over to your house if you want. 
So okay. what they will do is they will go outside, they will properly identify it, then they will make friends with it. <laughs> That'll work so well. They're they're excellent watchdogs. They are terrible guard dogs. So, is no. there water back there? Yes, directly to the right of said obstacle thingamajiggy that I had to circle with black lines. Well, let's call it a the, den. Is the water reclamation pond for the entire neighborhood. So it's a ginormous pond in there. That's... And I know there have been beavers there before because I know I've seen them chew trees down at the edges of my yard. I think I actually saw sent pictures of that like last year to you guys. And um, yeah, it was kind of kind of creepy and weird all on its own. It's a pretty amazing thing. Yeah. I'm chewing it up, man. Chewing it up. So hey, guess what? Guess what I was doing today, Chief? I have no idea. The wireless printers all went down again, so I'm in a swell mood. All at the same time? And by swell he means mm. lousy. Yeah, you know, um well well, a certain person in my home who shall remain nameless mm -hmm. um, <laughs> helped them along by doing things that I suggested not be done. Oh, whatever could that have been? Don't touch the cables. You mean don't these cables them. here? The ones I'm wiggling? Yeah, don't touch them, ever. <laughs> it's a very fragile setup. Once it's working, leave it alone. Now, right. I've said this. I've said this with Chief Present to verify that I've said this. And we don't, <laughs> we don't do it. So right now, I'm ready to go take a sledgehammer to one of them. I got two working. And uh, the third, the third one, uh, uh, created by Carly Fiorino's HP, it's a piece of junk. Yeah, that's why in brother we trust. Well, yeah, and and in fact, uh, Goonchild will be getting a new brother for uh, her abode. Oh, that was clever. Whenever I can get it, because thanks to Mayor Pete, it'll be a long time. So, Is it, oh, yeah, is that his fault? Uh, well, he's in, yes. He's in charge of certain things that have gone, gone quite bad. Recently. He is, he is he DOT as well, or is he Commerce? I can't remember. He's DOT. He's trapped. Yeah, he's. Okay, I'm going to relay a story about DOT employees, and that was related to me. I don't know whether it's true, but the, this man is not one to tell uh, outrageous stories. He's an employee of DOT, and they haven't gone back to the office yet. I sound surprised. It's, it's been, and there's no plan. When they talk to their supervisors, they have no idea. So wow. he moved from his house in, uh, in MoCo to, the, uh, uh, to an apartment in the district. I don't remember why, because that was a year and a half ago. I think he was planning a retirement move. So he continues to be a DOT employee, but he can work from home. So uh, this weekend he moved to Vermont. <laughs> and when they come and say, you have to go back to work, he's planning to retire. And he said, so are a lot of other people. He estimates 30 to 40% of their staff. Wow. And when discussing this with Hurricane, if true, I suggested they just don't rehire. Yeah. <laughs> so here's uh, an interesting thing that is quite related to your statement. <clears throat> Silicon Valley has also uh, made it so that working from home is the new norm. 
So the the new largest shareholder of Twitter has decided that they use the HQ of Twitter to shelter the homeless. I saw that. I saw that. Oh if you guys God. aren't going to work in it, let's just turn it into a homeless shelter. Was that just brilliant? He's that, a, he's an idea guy. He truly is. <laughs> that's right. And and to see and why why would you get angry? Because obviously, I mean, it's California, and they're like, "What you uh you want homelessness?" Or we we exactly. It's like you know who's pro Taliban nowadays, besides <laughs> besides the the Taliban squad, right? D DJ and the squad. Yes, well, that's that's who I was. And Cackley McCacklefaces is probably, although, you you don't really know because, she gets nervous and then she starts cackling. Well, the the wonderful thing there is, now there's nobody nobody can defend what is going on anymore. It was, uh, it's like the uh, image that that crush sent, with the <laughs> the person with bunny ears. And saying, "Oh, you still believe?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I suppose you too. But either way, uh, uh, statements were made, pictures come out. They say, "Why did you lie to us?" <laughs> no comment. So. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. DJ's in trouble because my lefty, lefty, leftist of the left cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were talking uh, just yesterday, said, and I mentioned him, she said, he's got to go. <laughs> wow. Well, this was, this was a known thing. And, and this Here's is the problem though. If he goes, look what's comes up. Yeah, that's, that's good. The, the lady from UPS. Well, <laughs> this is, this will be an improvement because at, at, what? yes, at this point it will be known that it doesn't matter who is uh, from from that party is in office, they're all bad, and and thus when uh, election time comes around, everyone will will realize that they have been fed lies, much like uh, the person who was talking to Brian Stelzer at the uh, at the college. Oh my gosh, this kid has got. He's got, he's got, um, he came with receipts. He truly did. He's a freshman too. He's like, a, you know, a year older than our kids, chief. And, and he's up there telling Brian Stelzer, Hey, you know, uh, basically you guys were shills for one particular political party. And do you see that as a problem? At which point they're like, Hmm, I guess we only have about 30 seconds left before the break. And, you know, everybody didn't want to answer. And of course, then Stelter goes off on some, you know, we worked together to get a, a reporter out of um, Ukraine who was injured, and that's the kind of good work we do. I'm like, you guys aren't firefighters. So yeah, guys aren't firefighters. First of all, Brian Seltzer looks like uh, he he may have eaten a small human, and <laughs> Mr. Potato Head. And his and his actual statement was, "Let's break for lunch," when yeah. when asked that question. So, you know, I, I as we all know, we don't we don't hold. <clears throat> hold a lot of faith in the quote-unquote reporters of today but but still but you know it's funny I, I, I almost he, want to, not I, a, not a tower of intellect he well here's the thing it was and this is something i I've got to find that clip it was really very insightful 
there was a there was a young lady who was on a particular show and she's going you know the problem is it's the journalists themselves back in the day journalist journalism being a reporter was a blue collar job you were hitting the streets trying to get a story you were you know you were fighting with other people to be the first one to the press and and you know you were digging up information and you were there for the little guy and the job as it became more prominent and 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 important and you had to have an Ivy League education to go to one of the great journalism schools and then you had to go work for one of these large corporations and and you had to know the right people and you had to schmooze and they basically took what was a blue collar job and turned it into you know part of the elitist and in when journalism becomes part of the elitism uh, it really loses that ability to be the spokesperson for the average person. That's why local papers that don't get that much attention still do a good job, which is why they got rid of the Gazette because once they started telling people what was going on in, in the, you know, the people's Republic, they're like, well, I don't want to be here for this. <laughs> like, All right. Yep. Yep. Got to okay. shut that down. Can't be, can't be telling the truth. No. People might pay attention and do something about it. And it was funny when you uh, when you stayed at the Democratic Republic of, of Monkey County, and, and uh, you know Kevin Henderson <laughs> was like, "Yep, I know all about it," and he was telling me he... about his trees. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Because we we had had many a discussion. He used to sit next to me, and uh, and we were discussing the fact that. You know, he, he has this property and he finally has land and, you know, he, he wanted a pool. <laughs> and for every tree that he had to get out of the way, they were forcing him to replant. And it was like, oh, what spot? I, I'm clearing this out for this particular reason. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, yeah, but, but the, I'm planting the trees in Venezuela. <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous because yeah. uh, they're not going to provide the, the trees. The, the trees are a hazard. It's on a, a particular property. It's not going like that one tree. That's not going to make a difference. That's not what's going to cure, you know, global warming or whatever other ridiculous thing that uh, people are going to be complaining about. Remember, though, we live in a fantasy bubble here. I mean, just this morning, I saw two women out on the uh, out on their driveway outside, both masked, talking to one another. Well, I, I drove by so many people this weekend, being the only people in their cars wearing masks, and I thought. Yeah, you're you're good. Well, they're it, called sheep, sheeple. The the spot where we are, if you were on that uh, that last call, saying mm-hmm. why is it that we have to wear masks if we're the only ones in in the car? And right. the answer was because that's policy. So at that point, I realized I'm glad. That I will never have to deal with the uh, the brain trust that is running this operation again. There's there's a video going around where this lady's pulled up at a fast food restaurant and the guy inside is like, "Well, I can't hand you your drink until you have a mask on." And she goes, "But I don't have a mask." And he says, "Well, I can hand you one." And he she, she goes, "Wait, you can hand me a mask, but you can't hand me my drink." And there's this really large awkward pause. Pretty much Christmas. says it all. Pretty much says it all. <sighs> Golly. Yes. Golly, he says. Golly, Golly he says. indeed. Golly. 
indeed. Well, folks, we're all going to we're all going to miss the chief. I was very nice to see you know face to face because. For those of you a little inside baseball, we we don't do video chat when we do this show. We just we're headphones and microphones, and which is good because you know I know I have a face for radio. So, well, that was all that eye twitching whenever I make a joke at your expense. So is it distracting? There's a you you did get a compliment. Someone Who? said someone said, and that someone will remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. You know, protecting sources. Stuff. Sure. Yeah. Uh, said said, man, Crutch looks like Mike Lindell. <laughs> so there you go. You, have you know. Um, you know, that's kind of okay. true. That was you a, do? That was a compliment. Cause I'll this, take it as a compliment. Because okay. this particular person uh, likes Mike Lindell. Ah, okay. Well, then I will I, take it as a compliment. I like Mike Please. Lindell. You don't matter. But, um, <laughs> man. That's why, that's why Chief's my favorite co-host. <laughs> That pretty much says it all. Yeah. Well, it was good to see everybody. Um, I I fear that it will be a little bit of time before we can all see each other face to face. Hopefully not too much. Uh, We wish the chief the best of luck in his packing endeavors as he prepares for his final week in the rotting fetid soup we call our employers. Wow, that's man. a lovely view. That's a that's a visual for that's, you, isn't it? That's just a stinky visual right there. Thank you. And on that note, a word from our sponsors. Tonight's episode brought to you in part by Wireless Printers. Do you have plenty of time to waste in fruitless efforts? Even if you do get them set up, your users won't do what you tell them, and the fragile setup will fail. This leads to bitterness and rage. Go ahead. Toss them off the garage roof and get a nice dot matrix to install. Be sure to get an extra long cable. And Easter and Passover. We at Swimming with the Fish wish you a meaningful Easter and Passover season. And if we missed your holiday, we probably don't know about it. So grow up and stop being offended. And the new Texas to DC bus service. Let's say you got dropped off in Texas and find that Texas is not for you. Now, they will send you to Uncle Joe in Washington, D.C., so he can help you get settled. Don't worry, he's got plenty of room. Swimming with the Fish is produced by Happy Pole, LLC. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.